It's Monday, the 26th of April, 2021. Welcome to your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, AMP set to pay $50 million to outgoing exec Bo Pahari, the person at the centre of sexual misconduct allegations. Plus, the property market has a slower weekend as brokers complain about the big banks. Western Australia remains in lockdown and the rest of the country is on high alert after the latest COVID outbreak and how Bunnings TV has proven a smash hit. Our lead story today, Bo Pahari, the former boss of AMP Capital, who stepped back last year over allegations of inappropriate sexual behaviour towards an employee, could be paid out up to $50 million as part of his exit deal from the beleaguered group. The payment would include his termination payout, accumulated bonuses and something called his carried interest in various AMP capital funds, according to a report this morning the Financial Review. A carried interest is a share of a fund's profit paid to managers after achieving a certain return. Mr Bahari will leave AMP Capital under a raft of changes announced on Friday. AMP will spin off its AMP Capital private markets business into a separate listed vehicle and maintain 20% of the new company. While AMP Capital didn't comment for the AFR article, shareholders will be vocal in coming weeks about the terms of the payout for Mr. Bahari. He's always been considered a star manager within the organisation, with his global infrastructure fund outperforming other parts of the business. AMP Capital ranked seventh against global competitors in terms of capital raised over a five-year period. That is an exceptional performance for any Australian fund. But $50 million is an enormous amount of money to get one person to leave the business. Unfortunately for shareholders, it might be the price the group has to pay to get things back on track. In overseas news, President Biden's virtual climate change summit ended over the weekend with US climate envoy John Kerry calling on country leaders to make good on promises made during the talk fest. According to the Financial Times, there were ambitious new pledges from Japan, Canada and South Korea and continued delays by fossil fuel-reliant nations such as Australia, Mexico and Brazil. Mr Biden is also considering carbon border adjustments, which would tax imports from climate laggards on the way into the US. That's a very big stick to hold over nations like Australia that sell into America. The largest takeover battle of the year on Wall Street is brewing after Canadian National offered $34 billion US dollars for Kansas City Southern, a rail operator. Kansas City is already in talks with Canadian Pacific, a rival of Canadian National. What I find interesting about this battle is that whoever wins will end up with the first truly North American railway spanning Canada, the US and Mexico. And spare a thought for the family of Lee Kun-hee, the Korean genius who created a single computer chip and was the son of the founder of the Samsung dynasty. Lee died last October, and his family have been left with an inheritance tax bill of $12 billion US dollars. That would be quite a garage sale. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. The preliminary auction clearance rate in Sydney and Melbourne both fell over the weekend, albeit to levels that in normal times would be considered pretty healthy. Sydney's rate was 82% and Melbourne was 76%, both from fewer auctions compared to a week ago. The national clearance rate was 78.6%, down from 80.5% a week ago. Staying in the property market, mortgage brokers are angry about claims by the big banks 
that they're turning around loan applications in hours or days. The brokers claim the banks have put the brakes on turnaround times and it can take up to a month. Brokers organise close to 60% of all home loans in Australia. They add a level of competition in the market which benefits consumers. Yet their ability to service clients is at the whim of the lenders and of course the lenders would generally prefer customers come directly to them. Western Australia remains in lockdown and its Premier Mark McGowan has again called on the federal government to use immigration facilities and similar centres for quarantine, saying hotels were not adequate. The state has cut in half the number of return travellers it will accept after the latest outbreak in the state, which started in hotel quarantine and has affected at least four other members of the community, including two who were not in quarantine. McDonald's Australia plans to open 100 new outlets across the country over the next three years, spending up to $600 million in capital investment. McDonald's already operates more than 1,000 stores across the country and employs 106,000 staff. It serves 2 million people every day. The new operations will be a mix of franchise and company-owned stores. And finally, a story about Bunnings Home Help videos. It comes from the Financial Review Sue Mitchell. Over the weekend, Sue wrote that Bunnings Home Renovation videos are attracting millions of viewers to its website and YouTube channel, and a fourth season has just been commissioned. Basically, they instruct viewers how to undertake minor and not-so-minor DIY projects. It's all done in a Melbourne property Bunnings bought for filming, though this year's series will branch out to transformations at the homes of Bunnings staff. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.